0: That time. Training camps are kicking off. The world is giving, becoming a better place as we know it. And just like that, we have hit season two, studio two, episode one of your favorite podcast, The Too Fat To Play podcast. I am your host, Austin. Welcome back, guys. We didn't get as much done this summer as we had intended. Somebody had to move. And then somebody had to go to Reno, and then somebody threw their back out, and then somebody was just building a st- new studio. And well, half of that was Ryan. I'll, I'll I'll take the throwing the back out. I did a pretty good job of that though.
1: What's going on, guys? Like Austin said, this is the Too Fat to Play podcast from Studio Two, still under construction. Um. Brought to you by Sticks Golf Lounge in Humboldt. Uh, Go down, enjoy beer, play some golf, and essentially any golf course you want in America. Kind of like Austin alluded to, not what we wanted to get done this summer. Uh, Definitely want to apologize for everybody, um, thinking that we were going to be a little bit more of a mainstay throughout the summer. It definitely wasn't anticipated that we were going to be gone this long. Things happen, life happens. It's going to be better in the long run We've got a dedicated Recording studio now Well, the, the bones of one I got some sheetrock up Right now we're using hats As sound deadening between the mics So if it doesn't sound quite right Bear with us We're working the bugs out Still working on getting a door So you guys don't hear the AC unit in the background It's a uh,
0: More or less, this is still a shit show And uh, it's just now not a shit show in my daughter's bedroom. So here we are. And just like that, we're already getting some weird shit happening in the NFL.
1: Uh, Where do you want to start?
0: Um, I I mean, honestly, I think we have to start where all the drama is in football, and that is the running back position. Um, all, All the running backs getting on a conference call about being underpaid and then Saquon immediately signs a deal for just a shade over. I mean, the one year I get because it's all he could do. But he literally got off the conference call and was called his agent and he goes, Whatever they're offering, take it. It's eleven, that's nine hundred thousand more than I was gonna get. Let's do it. Like it had to have been that quick. It was, I,
1: it was weird because like you said, it, who gets on a conference call with Everybody, you're not really coworkers. It's an interesting situation because you're fighting for pay with these guys,
0: but you're also fighting to get paid with these guys. I mean, it's it's, it's kind of like the quarterback position. Mahomes was talking earlier this offseason. He's they're going to rework his contract at some point because he doesn't want to hurt the con. He doesn't want to hurt what other quarterbacks are able to get out of a contract. And I feel like, you know, the running backs were trying to do that and then Saquon immediately signs a one year eleven million dollar deal. Maybe Austin Eckler's not a very good salesperson on his idea here. Um I'm I'm not real sure what happened to kick that off. I mean, going into the season, do you know who the highest paid running back in the NFL is this year?
1: Uh is it isn't it CMC or Dalvin?
0: Neither. The highest-paid running back in the NFL for this season is Bijan Robinson.
1: Oh God, I did see that. After he signed his rookie deal, he became the highest-paid running back in the league.
0: He he is making thirteen million. He is set to make like thirteen point six this year, or something like that. He is the highest-paid running back in the NFL. Don't be wrong. He could also be RB one in fantasy. But that's a wild statistic. Whenever you think of, we've got some really good running backs in the NFL right now. We've got some really good veterans. And the teams just do not care to pay running backs. And, I mean, it's kind of hard to be like, hey, you need to pay your running back. When Patrick Mahomes is like, hey, you got drafted in the seventh round. You're a lot better than the first rounder that we have. Let's go win a Super Bowl. Called it. Didn't disagree with you, <laughs> and
1: no, because like it's so weird to have a position that used to be coveted. Uh, you used to go after the running back in the first round. You never paid the running back though, so and and that's where a lot of this is coming from, because running backs aren't even coveted unless your name is CMC or uh, let. Not I wouldn't say Leonard Fournette. Maybe at one point. Uh, yeah, no, definitely Delvin not. Dalvin Cook. Uh, I mean, hell, a- Henry. That's the yeah. guy I was thinking of. I mean, they were all they all come into the league roughly the same time. You had a generation of generational talents.
0: Yeah, but the guy that immediately followed that genera- that level of generation or that year or span of generational quarterback or running back, excuse me, was Saquon. Saquon's never gotten a second contract. And he's at a point where they can franchise tag him again next year. I mean, I think it's, it's an interesting development because of how little value the teams have shown that they're, they're, they're willing to give the NFL running back market. But again, everybody always brings up what, who's, the teams that have won the Super Bowl, what have they paid their running backs? Granted, there is one in there because of Seattle. Percy Harvin was the leading rusher, but Marshawn was obviously the, the starting running back. That's the only team that has paid a running back that has won the Super Bowl in the last 10, 11 years. And, I, man, it's, it's an interesting, dangerous place for running backs. I mean, right now, if, if you're the father of a football player and your kid's somewhat interested in playing running back, you have two options. (laughs) You can play linebacker, you can play baseball, but you're not doing that.
1: um, Unless your kid is uh, Debo Samuel or Christian
0: McCaffrey. If if your kid is playing running back right now, you need to get him the hell out of that position. He needs to be catching the ball. He needs to be throwing the ball. He needs to be killing the ball carrier. I mean, he needs to be doing something other than running the football. I hate to say it. I love the running back position. I enjoy what the running back position brings to the game of football. It is the true historical great spot in base or in football. Good lord. But... We can hit
1: baseball here in just a bit if you want to. Lots I of couldn't hit happening. a
0: baseball if my life depended on it. Um, I also have no idea what's happening in baseball. Um, just
1: a quick synopsis. Uh, Shohei, he's on the move. Nobody knows where. 14 teams are interested, but only 12 of those teams aren't. And the other two are not, only kind of maybe slightly serious about it.
0: I keep seeing, uh, I guess, proposed trades that he ends up with the Reds.
1: Yeah, so right now the fear is wherever he gets traded to, uh, he won't. they won't be able to sign him long-term, and that's kind of everybody's deal is they want to sign him long-term. If you're a team like the Reds, where you're not going to be able to, do you have a real shot at the pennant this year? I feel like it's something you have to do.
0: See, I think, it, I mean, for the teams that are a little more small market, and the Reds are not a big market team, I mean, they have a guy that could potentially make them that till he gets to the point where he can sign a new contract and then he leaves. But
1: Which is October.
0: Yeah, but I am... If you're these small market teams, and as the fan... Okay, as a fan that was a fan of the team that resides just north of here, and then I wasn't able to watch baseball for, like, three years and still can't because there's no way in hell I'm paying for Bally Sports.
1: There's actually an interesting development on that front. Like, three other teams have, uh, <clears throat> have, uh of their contracts with Bally Sports because Valley Sports. has Well, yeah, them. Valley
0: Sports are gone bankrupt. The, yeah. the, they'll be done this season. That that it's Valley Sports comes doing in this season. Like it, it's gonna happen. Thank and God. No kidding. Because I, I would like to be able to watch the Royals. I mean, I don't want to watch the Royals right now. No. I mean, no, you don't. The only thing I'm interested in is what they what what they don't get out of players that they should have traded years ago. You know, so I mean. They could have traded Whip Merrifield for O'Neill for O'Neal Cruz, but that was a bad idea. Apparently. Because generational shortstop probably wouldn't fit in well with the Royals. Um. But I don't yeah. Baseball has not been my forte. In fact, I just discovered like three players that played for Boston that I had no idea played for Boston. I don't remember who they are now. And the only reason I know that is because uh, another member of the too-fat-to-play group hit a $500 parlay on, against the Royals, and then he had another one on the Red Sox. That's the only reason I had any idea what was happening. I'll be damned. Yeah. Must be nice because that dude is killing it in the luck category right now. Um, Getting back to football. With where these running backs... Are sitting, and it, it appears that the the sports media member, broadcaster, radiohead, whatever you want to call them, it appears that they have actually. I, I can't say that they actually influenced the game. I mean, teams look at all the numbers too. Same things we look at, and I'm like, okay, so no, you you draft a running back. You play the running back. If he's good, you franchise tag the running back, and then you draft a running back. Rinse, repeat. You you don't you don't pay them. You don't extend them. And I mean, what running back extension has actually worked out well? I mean, Derek and CMC. You can make the argument. I'm good with it. I I won't I won't disagree. And, be-
1: and it's weird because at the time. You don't pay that running back 13, 14 million. Now, it, it's kind of like Jimmy Garoppolo's contract. Why are you paying him 37.5 million? Okay, what was it? Six months later, he was the ninth highest paid quarterback in the league. Yeah. You set the market to keep your guy. I get that. You also set the market to screw other over other teams. Because for them to either match that or compete with it, somebody else is going to have to go. But they've already determined that that's only doable for like nine positions on the football field. Yeah, And And kicker and running back aren't on that list.
0: Did you see the stat that the average kicker makes more than the average running back in the NFL?
1: Yes, I did. By like $1.5 million.
0: Yeah, and it's not particularly close. It's a wild concept. And dude, I am... I'm amazed by how quickly. I mean, I, it wasn't that long ago that Adrian Peterson was the biggest difference maker in the league and was getting paid like the biggest difference maker in the league.
1: It's crazy because that's also how the NFL has changed.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've it, it we've is. gotten so far away from running the football or primarily running one back out of the backfield. I mean, you have maybe one of the greatest running backs in the league right now. Your leading rusher will be Eli Mitchell at the end of the season.
1: Yes, he will. And it's crazy that you Obviously, I bring up the 49ers all the time, but you when you bring that up as Christian McCaffrey not being the leading rusher. Well, he's not going to be the leading receiver. The guy that should be my leading receiver will have more rushing yards, but less receiving yards than Christian. And you're seeing that across the NFL. The Shanahan offense that is taking over is getting rid of these positions.
0: Say, wep- weaponized football. And I'm going to coin that. Weaponized football is where we're headed.
1: Thank God, because it's a beautiful
0: game. It is, but it's going to be so. It's going to be so interesting to see how the pay structure works because how are you going running back is still a very important position it just doesn't matter who plays it it seems
1: What they're asking is three and a half yards per carry which in 2002 was nuts who the hell could rush for three and a half yards per carry now If you're not getting three and a half, you're on the practice squad.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen reports that, hell, Clyde drafted in the first round three years ago. He might not make the roster because the seventh round guy and the undrafted guy appear to be in a position to beat him out. Deneric Prince and, yeah, the guy that was a starting back at the Super Bowl. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco? Yeah, Pacheco. Pacheco and Prince look like they're probably going to be the lead two backs. And McKinnon's going to have McKinnon's role. yeah, which Because McKinnon so is happy. weaponized football.
1: So happy he found a home. That's He me was too. so underutilized. He spent, what, one year behind both Dalvin and Alex Madison before his uh, rookie deal was up and he was able to hit free agency. And then three ACLs later. In the offense that was built for him. For him to finally have a place in the league, I love it. I love McKinnon in Kansas City.
0: Yeah, and he's, oh, dude. I am. I am intrigued on what Kansas City's offense is going to look like. I'm not here to do a Kansas City podcast today. We don't have a lot of news out of Kansas City. Um, basically, no, but there is news the, the, out of the
1: AFC West.
0: And yeah, um, so before we hit. That news um, like two hundred and close to forty million dollars. Uh, two hundred and fifty-two.
1: Oh my God, I read it wrong. Fifty-two, <laughs> fifty-two and a half
0: per. Um, and and by speculation and rumors, that's not going to be the top end of the market for the, probably the next. It might not make the end of the week. Um, yeah, but Joe Burrs, uh huh, uh huh, cash in. Yeah. So fuck. John Ross is retired so come back to her over Um, which I was excited I was like you know what even if it's 12 plays 12 plays this year to watch the mistake catch touchdowns from God himself and I feel like you can call him the mistake considering he was the player drafted before Mahomes I know there were 8 others but he was number 9 and I was like, all right, 4-2-2 speed, I don't care. Put him, put him in for a 9 route 12 times this year. I know he's going to run that route. You know he's going to run that route. The defense knows he's going to run that route. He has 4-2-2 speed. See what happens. If he's open, cool. If he's not, eh, huh, okay. We have Travis Kelsey underneath. So I was a little upset. Um... To, to see him go, because I was, I was really interested to see if, A, he could make the roster, B, what he could do, again, just on a nine route. That's all I wanted to see. I, I don't want him running curls. I don't want him running slants. I don't give a shit about none of that. Run downfield, well, yeah, catch ball. if he does
1: anything else, that knee's going to explode.
0: Well, I mean, John Ross was not a good collegiate receiver. He was just fast. The only reason he was a first round receiver the only reason he was a first round pick was the fact that he ran four two two on the forty. That's it. That was his only skill set, was he was fast. I mean, the dude had in what I think I read it earlier, it was thirty seven career games, had sixty two catches, nine hundred and sixty two yards, or nine hundred and sixty something yards, and eleven touchdowns. I mean, granted. One out of every six catches being a touchdown is pretty good. But in 37 games, you had 62 receptions. That dude wasn't getting open unless he was going deep. I was excited to see it. Um, I still hope Justin Ross can pull pull it together and get himself on this roster. I think that would be exciting. Um, But that's enough Chiefs we have to talk about. The man out west for the Chargers.
1: Boy, got paid.
0: Um, I think you have to get rid of the argument. You have to win in the playoffs to get paid a quarterback now. Well, that argument went out the window
1: as soon as Daniel Jones started getting paid. <laughs> we're, 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 we're
0: done talking about Daniel Jones. That's that's enough. Huh. Am I wrong? No, no, absolutely not. I. Threw up when Daniel Jones got $40 million a year. I mean, holy shit. But, don't, and I know, I've talked shit on Herbs a few times on this podcast. I also respect the fuck out of what Herbs can do with the football. The dude's incredibly talented, and he might just have the bad luck of the fact that he plays for the Chargers. So, you know, the sun's going to rise, and the Chargers are going to charge her. We know what's going to happen here. But 52 and a half per? You set the
1: market Boy. to screw over somebody else. Because now, I bet the Bengals were hoping for 52 and a half, and now they're looking at it going, well, fuck. Well, they're going to ask for $65 million, and we're going to have to try and get them down to
0: $58 million. That was going to be my next question, is if Herbs is worth 52 and a half, and I don't think there's a lot of argument against him being worth 52 and a half. What's Burrow worth?
1: Uh, and obviously, you're gonna, the next question after that would be, well, what's Pat worth? Well, Pat is worth Super Bowls. He got himself paid. He doesn't give a shit about the money anymore. He's made that abundantly clear. Mm-hmm. He has finally... I can't say finally. He has taken the Tom Brady approach, except he did it the smart and financial, uh, fiscally responsible way. Get paid now and have it backloaded. Everybody's going to think you're crazy. Well, now look. $50 million a year
0: for Pat it is a steal. I mean, every team in the league would sign up for $50 million a year for Pat. For
1: Because i'm I'm
0: dreading it now let's
1: say my 49ers let's say Brock Purdy comes out and we do have some good news on that side i as did see well. that. um and I can't wait for that quick segment um let, let's say he comes to his deal there he's got one NFC championship game under his belt that he got knocked out of the second play of the game let's say he gets back let's say he wins it how I anticipate that going as I play the Chiefs and I, ha- I drink myself to sleep again he does that two times maybe he's on his second contract he goes in for his third because it'll be with an undrafted guy probably two maybe three year deals where you're going to be restructuring constantly like we're not so sure you're the
0: guy I mean I think if he gets you to another NFC championship game this year because he'll he's eligible for, ex, for an extension next year, because he's because he, the he he's only got a four year. Yep. Yeah. So it'll be after next
1: season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if he gets you there this year, next year, let's say next year's just a, a playoff run, something happens, something stupid. You make
0: the divisional round. I mean, Jaworski Tart drops the interception to send say, you. Say to the you next you round. run it. You run into God forbid if the Cowboys get a quarterback or you run into, you catch the Eagles on an early part of the playoff, there's there's going to be an innumerable amount, because I think the NFC is going to, I think there's going to be a change real quick with the NFC, especially considering as, as bad as a lot of teams are in the NFC. They might start getting quarterbacks and keeping them out of the fucking AFC. Um, but... There's it's going to set up for, well, what
1: we're getting to, is it's going to set up for Brock Purdy's payday, if he gets that far, to being $55 million, just for being a playoff-caliber
0: quarterback. I mean, I think genuinely. So, I'm fully expecting. I don't think Burrow's deal breaks it by the half-mil standard marker. I, I think you have to go a mil and a half-two-mil. On his, I think his he will be looking at fifty four, at least.
1: Uh, and and I I agree with you because if we're looking at quarterbacks in the AFC right now, obviously Pat one. I've got Burrow two. I've got Lamar three. And especially young quarterbacks, I've got Herbert four, Josh Allen
0: five. I was getting ready to ask where Josh is, and that's a lot I, of the re- my, me- the
1: reason i I'm, I'm falling off of Josh Allen is uh, Ken Dorsey.
0: I, we we brought that up last year. So i was I, as i mean you have the same fear for Josh is that without Dable we don't know where he's going.
1: Well, it, i wouldn't even say so much without Dable well, with, with the same offensive guru that ran ran Cam Newton into the ground. Yeah. And for anybody that needs the reminder, what was it? Uh, Two thousand twelve. Cam Newton. Two
0: thousand eleven. I think they made they made this they made the Super Bowl in fifteen. I think. Okay, so he would have. Uh, sorry, not that early. Damn. Yep. If I remember correctly, I uh, think they made. I think they played Denver in twenty fifteen. Okay, let's well, just say even then, twenty fifteen, twenty
1: sixteen, twenty fourteen. Cam
0: prime top prime Cam Newton. That guy was electric. You couldn't turn my head off of that screen. Oh, God, no. I hated the dude at Auburn. I, probably because he went to an SEC school. That's not the point. I get it. Like, I did not like Cam Newton at Auburn. Like, he's just going to be another bust by the SEC. That dude was electric. I, I'm i sorry that I had the opinion I had. I loved that dude in Carolina. My watch is talking to me. Um. It, and and Josh Allen is white cam Newton with a stronger arm. Say I'm I hope to God that they do things smarter this year. I I truly think they got to restart at the top.
1: That roster's good. I know they lost some pieces. That roster's good. Quarterback's good. Running back room, I don't care what anybody has to say. Devin Singletary's a great
0: running back. He doesn't get the opportunities to opportunities he needs. And I, I think you've got a legitimate great option in that running back room. Zach That's Moss. All. I think James Cook. Okay. Is I, I think James Cook is a fucking problem, and I, I, I genuinely believe he's. I guess Zach Moss got released last year. I think so. I forgot about that. Yeah, because they, they they released him and brought in Hines, and Naheem Hines won't be with the team this year because so he's at, actually suing. You yeah. see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess, I'm not sure what's going on internally with the Bills, but why you would have a contract dispute for a guy getting his leg crushed while sitting stationary on a jet ski, that seems kind of weird to me. Um, But I don't don't have all the facts. I just, I, I have Twitter, and I know Twitter's never wrong. But, it seems weird that you would be arguing paying a guy that got his season ripped away from him while just trying to have a good day at the lake. Yeah, and trying to get paid from the guy. Yeah. That's the other thing. They're
1: they're talking about possibly him paying them. That's fucked. So, the, I kind of think... The Bills were so close to turning it around because it all starts at the top. It almost feels like they're getting ready to just drop back down to earth because upper management seen success, thought that was success, and started cheaping out. It, it, something doesn't feel right at the top of that organization.
0: So I, I feel like there, the lack of ability to bring in another receiver this year, I, I feel like that. That's one of the biggest points of detriment, I think that they have is not being able to get another guy in there. Um, obviously, we thought maybe DeAndre would be with that guy, but obviously DeAndre only wanted money. Um, I, oh. you, can't, you can't convince me otherwise um, well, when your
1: first stops the Patriots and then you sign with the Titans
0: what, what are What are those two teams going to do this season? I mean, I still feel like the Titans, if if Ryan Tannehill is alive this season, unlike he was last year, that that offense could at least be interesting. Um, I I don't think their rookie quarterback is going to be able to do much with that team. And by the sounds of it, they're going to let Willis walk. Or make him walk, one of the two which is weird. Um, maybe not. So I, it, I I keep seeing a lot of weird things out of Tennessee. And that. And then i seen
1: one today where Malik Willis was the best quarterback in camp by leaps and bounds
0: the well, last two days. Well, I mean, he's been blowing away Will Levis all offseason. They're like, yeah, he's probably still going to get cut. And, God, I will say – Intriguing backup in Baltimore. Oh, most definitely. Um, almost oh, definitely. Honestly, intriguing backup in Seattle as well. But, I mean, I, I like Malik Willis. I think he's a talented kid. I don't know that he's an NFL quarterback, starting NFL quarterback. He's probably... I can't say he's not an NFL quarterback. I don't know that he's a starting NFL quarterback. Uh, Georgia is trying to make her debut on the podcast, so... Actually, that'd be Maggie. Oh, would that be Maggie? Yeah, the shrill. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was the giant beagle. Um, I'm
1: not sure if it was picked up or not. Oh, we're gonna hear him run over the top of us,
0: or run down here. We don't know yet. Don't have a door on the studio. Coming welcome, soon. welcome to the too fat to uh, continue being produced podcast. But man, there's there's some. Awful. There's a dog. Oh, there's a dog. There's another dog. We have dogs. The the big problem that I have with Malik is.
1: I just, sorry guys for the uh, interruption.
0: There, we had to take a
1: quick, quick break. Um, I'm gonna beat a dog is what I'm gonna
0: do. We really need to get sound deadening phone. Oh, man. And we the door. Finish this
1: <laughs> studio. Up. Be a lot closer this weekend. I don't think it's actually picking up. If you guys can hear it, that's one of the dogs. Austin, obviously, was talking about Malik Willis being a. Uh, you guys definitely heard that. I know you did. Either being a backup, possible
0: starter in the league. Austin's crying. Oh, man. At least at my house all we had was sirens going by And the baby Knocking on the door Or screaming Or my wife yelling at the baby Who was knocking on the door Or screaming I'm not saying it's any better So anyhow I guess we talked enough about Malik Willis We'll move on Same same But, but different. different Yeah Alright so Holy crap Just debacle after one after another.
1: It wouldn't be too fat to play if there wasn't.
0: The man makes a point. The man makes a point. So we'll continue on with other quarterbacks, and I'm I'm interested with with Tennessee on how on who makes that roster and how that roster is made. Um. But there's. I think one of the more intriguing options that we're going to see this year is going to be T-Law in Jacksonville. And I don't know if you've seen the videos of Calvin Ridley. I have not. Um, Holy shit, he looks fast. He looks real fast. Crisp, quick, explosive. Calvin Ridley might be a problem this year. Um I'm not. I'm not saying he's in the same realm of what Justin Jefferson's doing, and oh, you hadn't seen that? No, I had not okay. seen. that. Yeah, so um, fuck it. We'll just jump to him. We're talking to contracts anyhow, or if we were, and then things happen. But uh, no, he signed a two. He so effectively what he's done is he turned the two-year hundred and ten million dollar contract that he had with the Jets into a two-year seventy-five million or with the Packers, he turned a two-year seventy-five million dollar with the Jets, and then they have, like, basically three dead years. I think year three, there's, like, a, he has, like, a $9 million salary. Um, and it, it's essentially it's it's just two years, and they can do whatever the hell they want years three, four, and five on it. But, no, he, he actually took a pay cut. Um, the, the deal that he took is in line with the deal that Brady took with the Patriots. Granted, Brady only took... Uh, fifty million, but quarterback market being what it is, Rogers only taking thirty-seven and a half per is shocking, um,
1: especially with his ego. And that's not coming from Ryan, the guy who hates Aaron Rodgers. That's coming from Ryan who has to sit and watch every fucking NFL pundit talking about Aaron Rodgers on every talk show. He, he forces his ego out there, and for him to take that pay cut, it almost signifies like he's trying to show, see, I'm not the same guy that I've been. Whatever. I, I, it, it's going to help the Jets?
0: Absolutely. I mean, that gives that the Jets. Term. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the all the Jets' goals right now are short-term. You just signed a 40-year-old quarterback. I mean, you, you, you don't know what you have in Zach Wilson – you don't trust what you have in Zach Wilson, obviously. And you just brought in the heir apparent to Jerusalem. Like, the dude's old as shit. He's only... you. He signed a two-year deal because he doesn't expect to be playing in three years. So... I'm... I'm really... Yeah, that one, that one's a... It's kind of a shocking deal that he took that much of a pay cut... I mean, effectively, it's a thirty-five million dollar pay cut. That's a massive pay cut for anybody. I'd, I'd, i been shocked if anybody took that pay cut. That it's like Joe Burrow signing for signing Daniel Jones's deal. It it's shocking, and I'm I don't I don't know if this strengthens the Jets. In any meaningful way this year, um, but if if they have a last ride scenario next year, that it does help. It does help because Go out and you you might be able at, so. you might be able to land that other offensive lineman. And honestly, there's been a couple of offensive linemen that could still be moved, that could still be signed. I, that might be where this is headed. Is going to get one more good offensive lineman because Mackay Becton is now day to day with the Jets camp, and I, you've got to have a line in front of him. I, I know it's Aaron Rodgers. I know he's been an escape artist his entire career. You're going to have to put a line out there. I mean, yeah, you can play the quick pass game, and you've got a damn good quarterback for playing the quick pass game. you, you got to be able to s- slow down somebody as they come around the corner. I mean, I realize you can run out there. With me and you starting at offensive line, and if you're playing the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, the Chiefs are going to get like two and a half pressures. But you're going to have to get somebody that can stop a pass rush. And right now, if if Becton's down, you have one one good offensive lineman, maybe. I. I'm, you're, you're going to have to put an offensive line And that might be what this deal is Is hey I'm here for two years Let's try to keep my spine intact For two years And we'll move forward from there
1: It very well could be I I like the move um, And obviously since the moves Happened I haven't been high on the Jets I I still am not This helps their case when you get your quarterback to take the pay cut so that you can either, A, put weapons around him, and the guy doesn't need any more weapons in that offense.
0: No, no, that offense is stupid loaded.
1: That defense also stupid, stupid loaded. loaded. That's a good football team. I'm still convinced is just going to underperform, but this helps their case. If, if Even if it's halfway through the year, right at the trade, day, or trade deadline, that they they're underperforming say they're 500 at the trade deadline they're gonna have to make the move even if it's not for this year you have to bring a guy in to learn the offense you have to make the move
0: yeah i mean the jets the jets have to be looking at this we have two years we have two opportunities to go win one super bowl one or the other we have to be in the super bowl and winning the super bowl once in the next two years so if they run out there with the roster as currently constructed and that offensive line underperforms again. You are going you are going to have to see them add you're going to see what the Chiefs did after losing the Super Bowl to the Bucks where hey, we have a brand new offensive line now. Good luck. You know, we're we're coming and we're going to we're going to get back after it. And Rodgers willing to take that pay cut to make that happen, that is a big deal for the Jets. That is a big deal for the Jets. I think I think it means more for the Jets than it does for Aaron Rodgers. And I think that's I think that's one of the first team-friendly moves we've seen from the quarterback position since Brady took the the 2-year $50 million deal. In Tampa Bay. that I was shocked when that news came across. Um, what Do do we have any other quarterbacks that have gotten extended? I don't think so.
1: Not that have gotten extensions. Um, I mean, we can keep hitting on the Lamar, contract. I guess Lamar, but... Yeah, but I feel like we already covered that way back when we were recording at the end of the season. Man, it's been a long time, guys. Um... So, I mean, it's – what we've got going on, we've got a lot of contract. We have already talked uh, offensive uh, players. We can hit defense real quick. Not much has happened. Nick is holding out. um, And that's the only one I'm aware of right now on the defensive side of the ball.
0: Uh, Chris Jones. Chris Jones is holding out.
1: I forgot about that. That came up couple weeks back. Though. And
0: then and then Devin Weatherspoon is 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 currently yes. holding out. Uh um,
1: the uh, Seahawks first round draft pick.
0: Yeah. Um the only one of two hundred and fifty nine draft picks that is not at camp right now. Um I grant I saw a comment from Pete Carroll he expects him to be there soon. Um they they're expecting him to sign soon
1: which I don't get what the whole holdout thing as a rookie, especially a first round rookie like your contract is essentially laid out in front of you and you can adjust up or down a little bit here there's no length there
0: no I mean it's it's all signing bonus from what I've from what I've gathered is essentially all all the you can really work on there is just the signing bonus and I mean considering what a couple of the guys at the top did I mean I don't know what uh will anderson got as far as guarantees i do know that um the quarterbacks i believe got like 23 and 25 as a signing bonus um so i i don't know if that's what he's trying to get i don't know if he's trying to get just a larger upfront payment um so I, I haven't gotten a whole lot of details on it, and I, but I expect by the time we record next week, I expect this to be resolved. I don't think it's going to be a big story for very long. Um,
1: no, none of them. Uh, Chris Jones he will end up signing. Nick Bose is going to sign. What?
0: I actually have concerns about Jones because, and and it's simply because of one tweet that Schefter put out chris jones is seeking 30 million dollars a year with his next contract um you don't see that very often out of a guy that's planning on signing where he's at because it kind of feels like he goes hey put how much i want out there somebody's gonna pay it and i i don't i do not want to see chris jones go because I i
1: can see where you're coming from I just also see, so with a guy like Andy, I have faith in him to get it done. And I know it's not Andy Reid who's doing the contract negotiations, I mean, I, you know, but the I, head I coach has a lot of input and say into something like
0: that. I, I believe, you know, Veach and his team are fully equipped to get the deal taken care of, to get... To get it done, what needs to get done, I, I just I'm seeing signs that I have seen that result in trades too often for my comfort, and I, I've seen the comparison a few times. Is that, you know, Chris Jones is the defense what Tyreek Hill was to the offense. The difference is the defense doesn't have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. He he is, the defense. I mean Shit If I asked you to name three other Chiefs defenders I know a lot of people that couldn't do it
1: I like how you kind of switched it up there Because you've seen me going
0: I've got three right here I know you can do it Because (laughs) You have problems And But Dude I don't know That defensive line We have to have Chris Jones on it if we're gonna do anything on that defensive side of the ball, and it, I, I've gotten, I've gotten a little nervous with him because of because of what I'm afraid that defense is going to be without him, and and I, like I said, the 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 tweet at putting out exactly what he wanted as far as pay on his next contract. That's the one tweet that made me go from, ah, it'll get done to, oh, shit.
1: I, I, I'm confident he's going to sign. Um, I do feel like he's going to be the last one to sign, which is odd because uh, the 49ers do like to draw out contract negotiations as long as humanly possible, make everybody scared. Um, it's, it's like their second favorite thing to do. Other than get quarterbacks hurt.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. I was, I was trying to figure out what their favorite thing was.
1: Uh, you could have also put in uh, undrafted running backs. Just that phrase.
0: Late round safeties.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Middle round. Blank. Anything you want. Yeah. But. No. So. Unless Nick Bosa's agent is going for a billion actually probably wouldn't surprise me that much knowing who Nick Bosa is. Um,
0: you ever feel like there's a guy that could get paid in gummy bears? Because I feel like Nick Bosa might, might be willing to get paid in gummy bears. I, I don't know why. I don't even know if he likes gummy bears. He just, he just seems like that kind of guy. No, I get what you're saying. Also the kind of guy I wouldn't mind having on my roster, but that's besides point.
1: No, I, I, I mean, I I like having him. Yeah, I know. Right next to Javon Hargrave. Yep, I know. I'll stop. That's good. So let's, let's stay in the Bay, and I'm going to uh, pat myself on the back. I said it two weeks after the Super
0: Bowl. Somewhere right around there.
1: Uh, Brock Purdy was going to be ready for week one. And then NFL Network and ESPN, Fox Sports, uh, Chris Sims, even. uh, They've all said that Brock Purdy may miss the opening to the season. There's a high likelihood that they're going to miss. And then the Niners go and sign Sam Darnold. Well, that's just Brock Purdy's injuries opening up for Sam Darnold. To be the starting quarterback in Santa Clara. Well. Maybe. You should listen to the fat guy after all.
0: I mean, he did. If you listen to him, he did win you a lot of money on the Super Bowl.
1: I said he was going to be ready for week one. Because that's what the doctors were saying. I, I wasn't predicting anything. I wasn't an outlier I looked at what the doctor said and the doctor said he'll be ready for week one the team said he'll be ready for week one the news the media said that he won't be ready till at least week eight yet this motherfucker just got cleared to practice and will be practicing tomorrow in Santa Clara Nobody's going to go back and op- not apologize. Obviously, you don't need to apologize for making bogus claims like that. But can we start holding our sports media th- to the same accountability that we're trying to hold our uh, national like news media?
0: We're trying to do that?
1: Well, I mean, some of us, but...
0: Okay, okay. Um, you know how that goes. Yeah. No, Brock
1: Purdy's back, guys.
0: And... We're gonna, we're, I'm gonna stick on this front for a little bit because there's also two other names that need to be welcomed back um, to the playing field and well, well we'll say three. We'll say three. three names that have been cleared to return cleared to practice going into training camp. number one, the New Orleans Saints tight end Foster Moreau.
1: Hallelujah
0: Back to football. Back to practicing. Number two. Similar situation. Houston Texans. Wide receiver. John Mechie. Back to practicing. He was cleared for the start of training camp. Two guys that battled cancer recently back on the football field. Phenomenal news. Great to hear. Could not be happier for those guys. And number three. The one that we all kept our eye on. The one that everybody has paid attention to since that dark, cold night. Walking out of the tunnel, helmet on, ready to practice. Number three, DeMar Hamlin.
1: Incredible. That's three stories, three guys. and Not just three guys. Three exceptional football players. DeMar Hamlin... Did not start out the season as a starter. He got thrust into that starting position and thrived. Nobody wants to talk about that. They just, And I get it. That's not where the story lies. This guy is not just an incredible story. He's an incredible football player. And if you know anything about tight ends, we've stated it before. We've stated it a lot. I'll state it again. This isn't a football podcast. This is a tight ends podcast. All right, guys? Foster Moreau, if you watched anything to do with Raiders football, which I get is rough, um, even for Raiders fans to do, you knew that the bright spot was Darren Waller and Foster Moreau. Yeah. And the guy was insane. For him to come out, sign that contract, and then with uh, uh, Mechty, um, he didn't even get to play his rookie season. Yep. He was going to be one of the best rookie receivers last year. Without a doubt. Like, there was no...
0: I mean, his his only drawback was the fact that he was going to be a Texan. But as far as talent at the wide receiver position, I mean, he's... He's overlooked... As one of those guys coming in. But he's definitely... I mean, he's one of the top flight wide receivers. He was drafted in the top for a reason. And, of course, I got reintroduced to his highlight back from Alabama and went after uh, a certain quarterback in Carolina through an interception. Well, it's now in Carolina. And then he absolutely leveled that defensive player. God, I, I am so looking forward to seeing him on the field again i I think that's going to be a really interesting team for the year honestly they've got some options on offense they've got some options on defense i don't expect them to win more than probably seven games like on the high end but that could be fun to watch i mean you've got cj stroud john mechie you've got uh dalton schultz will anderson i mean you've got some guys there that are in a position and I think you've got the head coach that's going to make that team better. So I, I really look forward to seeing what the Texans do this year and I really look forward to seeing what John Mechie looks like back on the football field because the dude's a stud. Um, is there anybody else that I'm count not coming up with right at the moment?
1: I mean, in terms of coming back or or uh uh contract no but um I did want to hit uh a rookie wide receiver real quick um and then I did I had a couple of uh hypotheticals some some questions that we can kind of go over since it is the start of the year um
0: oh, some boy. too
1: early predictions maybe not really a prediction, but just just some too early type of questions to kind
0: of round us out.
1: Uh, Jordan Addison.
0: So the story got a little less damning. I mean, it got a lot less damning, I guess, um, with the second wave of report that came out. Um, I mean, I understand caring about your dog. 140 is probably a little excessive. Um, But Yeah no Get, Getting caught and of course People jumped to headlines And wanted to be the first one out there So the first story that came out was Hey Young kid Lamborghini 140 miles an hour Yeah definitely not ideal Definitely not something you need to be doing Before you ever play a snap in the NFL Um, Not that anybody needs to be going 140 miles an hour In a Lambo down the freeway
1: just think about the last wide receiver, young wide receiver that did that.
0: Yeah. Um absolutely. And don't get me wrong, medical emergency for your for your pet, I understand. Let's So I mean it it, it was awfully damning to begin with. Um, but I I'll give him the grace of just trying to be a decent Head owner, um,
1: which and, and I get it. Obviously, I don't have kids. I've got my two idiots, who have made their debut on the show tonight's episode, multiple times. Actually, they were just in here <laughs> licking my leg. I would I would kill somebody if they looked at those dogs the wrong way. There's also a line that has to be drawn with anything 140 and a 55 look I've done it okay it was for a lot dumber reasons I get being young and stupid hell I'm still young I don't feel it my body doesn't say so
0: I was just going to agree with stupid but okay
1: When you're in the national spotlight, you have to be a little bit more careful. That's all it is
0: yeah like i said i'm I'm not gonna d I'm not gonna try and tear the guy apart um if we would have done this before all the information had come out, it'd probably been a little more harsh, but having the facts, which I know is a weird thing to wait for in the media today i I will reserve too much judgment because I mean if if he loves that dog like I love my daughter I I understand. I do. Um what was the second point that you had?
1: So um what are gonna be what do you think some of the storylines are going to be in the NFL this season I don't feel like we did this last year I know we kind of talked about it We're now into season 2
0: I think I, I genuinely believe That the Joe Burrow MVP season Is probably upon us um, I, I feel like this, this may be his I'm not going to say his last chance maybe his his best chance to try and and obviously he's a long ways from dethroning Mahomes, but I feel like he almost needs this season to be an M V P season to get back into the race. And I I I don't know that he's gonna let that not happen. Um, you know, his receiving core might not look the same next year. And I, I think the Bengals are going to try and make this, make this the year that he wins the MVP. I, I, I think you're going to see a race to six thousand for passing yards. I don't know that somebody gets there, but I think you're going to see the race to get there. Um, so that one, that to me, I believe. And if I if I had to put together a bet right now, I think I would take Burrow as the MVP. I just, the, the NFL is getting further from the back-to-back MVPs. I know Rodgers did it not that long ago, but it seems like you win an MVP, it's it's not, the MVP isn't how great you are, how valuable you are, it's how valuable was the storyline that you had this year. So I think Burrow going to make a significant significant run at that. Um, I'm, I have a hard time believing the Chiefs don't take a serious shot at repeating. Um, I think I,
1: it'd be stupid to say that they don't.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know that anybody really got that much better in the AFC after, because everybody in the AFC took a massive jump last year, or so we thought. Um, kings were still kings and it it was the chiefs and the Bengals. the Bengals got worse this offseason I'm sorry they did yeah they got an offensive tackle that could be an upgrade over somebody um and I the chiefs offensive line on the outside I still have questions about mainly because we signed an 80 million dollar tackle and then went and signed an old veterans old veteran left tackle so but I know who I have at quarterback as well. So I know that even if they're not great because, well, Orlando Brown and Andrew Wiley were my tackles last year, my interior offensive line, you're not getting pressure to the middle. You know, you're not getting that pressure to the face. And so I, I think the, the, the repeat Chiefs, the, the Chiefs dynasty, I, I, think you, I think this is the season the Chiefs have to prove that they are the dynasty. So it, I think you're going to get the dynasty versus the MVP conversation, and I think it's going to be great to watch.
1: I agree. Uh, I I love that. Um, I don't have any arguments against that whatsoever. Um, I this is going to be the year of the quarterback. This is, and I'm not saying all these quarterbacks are going to light it up. It's going to be quarterback headline after quarterback headline. Um, like let, let, let's say uh, Bryce Young, uh, Dak Prescott, Tua, Danny Dimes, take kay. step backs. Steps back. And I get one of those guys as a rookie, and he can't take much of a step back. I also don't have any hope for him. I think it's going to be exposed that the small quarterback doesn't work in today's NFL. Maybe his time was eight years ago when Drew Brees was able to figure it out. We can't keep using Drew Brees as the. Well, the, he did it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there there's didn't. They
0: say there's a lot more. I mean,
1: how many other small guys are out there? But I also see this being the year that a guy like Lamar Jackson, uh, Justin Fields... I'm
0: hoping for the Lamar resurgence.
1: I, I feel Lamar comes back. I feel Justin Fields hits it and and is lighting it up. Um, and then guys like Kurt, Jared Goff... These, these guys are going to be thrown into conversations they haven't been in before, mainly because they're in the NFC and and they're not going to have the quote-unquote comparison for the AFC guys. But I really feel the biggest one is that the Packers take a step forward with Jordan Love. I don't know why. You know I hate hate that stupid green and yellow color combination. Jordan Love, to me, especially after what he did last year in the little bit that we got to see him, this doesn't feel like a team that's going to step back. This feels like a team that's going to step forward. They are no longer shackled by what was before. I mean, yeah, you still have the shadow of two great all-time great quarterbacks back to back. If they if he comes out and just does what he did last year, congratulations. You have 3 back to back to back great quarterbacks. I really feel it's the year of the quarterback. Highs and lows. I feel the lows that we're going to see are going to be some of the lowest lows we've ever encountered in the NFL
0: <laughs>
1: I I, you were gonna see whoa 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 breaking news out of ESPN uh, baseball I know I was just talking football LA will not trade Shohei Otani ahead of Tuesday's trade deadline and is instead focusing on adding players they went from sellers to buyers, which doesn't make any sense because you've had the most talented team in baseball for about five years now.
0: Had the most the most talented top two players in
1: baseball. Okay. <laughs> so those two guys can hit 147 home runs in a game, and your pitching staff gives up 148. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the entire team needs sold. Yeah. Uh, not you don't sell at the deadline. You just sell the team. Um, but no, I to get back onto football. Uh, I think it's going to be the year of the quarterback, um, and I I feel like we're going to kind of see, and we've alluded to it earlier, maybe the phasing out of running backs in the league.
0: Yeah, this this running back this season running back could be make or break. Like if if one of these guys that's getting paid doesn't win a chip, it they could get dicey real quick for the running back it position. It gets
1: damning at that point.
0: Yeah, I mean, and honestly, I mean, you can make the argument that it already is,
1: and you wouldn't be wrong either. That's that's a lot of the issues you wouldn't be wrong about that assumption
0: yeah um so i th- i think that's pretty much going to wrap us up for the welcome back episode i think we'll, so. we'll be a little more organized hopefully maybe some lights um because we're, we're running out of quite literally daylight here in the basement um the last last thing i want to touch on real quick and since you've been talking about quarterbacks have you watched I have
1: not watched quarterback yet, and I've been told I need to. Okay,
0: yeah. Before we before we sit down to record next week, you better have the entire season watched. I did it in one day in Reno. You'll be fine. Well, uh, see,
1: and that's just it. I'm heading to Sturgis in two weeks, and I was planning on doing it there. Because I don't get to have fun in Sturgis. I'm working.
0: Well, get over it. Um, no, but if if you haven't watched quarterback, go watch it. You go watch it. Um, I I think that's really interesting, and I th- I know they've already been greenlit for season two, and I'm I'm excited to see what comes out of that because I really enjoyed that series. Um, until we get back, hope we should be recording again next week. Um, I think we're gonna go, go one episode a week here for a couple of weeks, kind of get hopefully everything finished up in here.
1: Yeah, at the very least through pre-season. I- this should all be done. Um, I should have the lounge ready. I should have the studio wired in, ready to go, all by week one of the NFL. Um, so, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. I didn't post any pictures this last weekend. It's not because I didn't get anything done. I actually got sheetrock up, which is actually why we're recording today. Um, so... We got sheetrock up. I still need to get it insulated to get some of this reverb and echo out of the uh, the room. Which it in our recordings and our testing, it doesn't sound bad. I'd still like it to sound better while we're sitting here talking. Um,
0: yeah, definitely. Um, but, get some lights in. But well, as as this progresses, I mean, unfortunately, you know, we weren't set up perfectly beforehand and the upgrades are taking a while and i mean life happens all time and money yeah and, and what and and what's money i mean it's just you know it's easy to come by right you get more next week but we're going to get out of here for the night um thank you for joining us on season 2 for the next ride hopefully we get to have something similar to what we had last year i mean it's we we fell one game short of having the ultimate goal. Unfortunately, New Heights won, and we 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 get we. F- I think we finished second.
1: I I, I believe so. I but, mean, guessing the Super Bowl winners and the scores. I
0: I feel like we did pretty good. Um, and
1: and calling the game.
0: That's why you. I was boo. on fire yeah. Super Bowl week. Yeah, that was that was nuts but we're gonna get out of here so if you're riding in the car if you're sitting next to your wife with headphones on please join me be kind to each other love one another and for the first time for the 2023 nfl season always remember fuck fuck the the Cowboys. cowboys